What is up, everybody, and welcome into today's podcast session. Today, I'm joined by It's Your Boy Joey, It's Your Boy Bo, and of course, It's Your Boy Brady. We're coming at you today with a different twist. We are watching and have watched Daredevil. How are you guys doing this week? I'm doing just wonderful. Thank you for asking, Brady. Uh, Brady, do you listen to our podcast? Do you know the intro music? Because we're going to have to change it to some like 80s slow jam love themes in order to tie into your new intro. That's like two weeks in a row now that you've... You've got to switch it up sometimes. You know what I'm saying? You've got to just switch it up sometimes. It's the NPR. It's deep down, Brady. He was listening to NPR this morning. He got stuck in his head. Why don't you lay us down a new uh, piano intro then? Uh, maybe sure maybe yeah, let me get right on that maybe bo i'm just a big fan of asmr you know who knows who knows why are that you happened, are you admitting that out to the to the world right now like well, so i said maybe because everything that i say in this podcast becomes canon so um i'm gonna leave it as a maybe you know so you are <laughs> i'm gonna leave it at, you know we're just you know we're we're not gonna confirm or deny anything here but you're confirmed. No, I'm just kidding. Joey, finish finish your answer. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing just wonderful. Um, I had some delicious enchiladas and margaritas last night and Ooh. did not get enough sleep. So I'm a little bit tired, but we're here and I'm ready. Didn't get enough sleep because the enchiladas and margaritas kept you up a little bit? No, I was just up later than I should have been. That's As a one wild may night. do on a, yeah, on a weekend, you know? One May, I did not. We may have been I playing. Had a, I had some... a very reasonable night. Oh, oh yeah. Tell us about it. Uh, the kids went to bed, and then the grown-ups went to bed, and then I woke Wild. up. No, was... <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. We, uh, yeah, yeah, it's gnarly, dude. Like it was, it was, there was sleep, and then there was waking, and then we're here. We did it. However, my wife did bring home Wendy's, so Ooh. I didn't have enchiladas, but I did have like a very, very spicy chicken sandwich. It, it was like the ghost pepper one. Ooh, so, how was that? Dude, first of all, delicious. I love all things spicy. The spicy coming out the other side, too. This morning <laughs> was wild, bro. <laughs> it was a ride. Like, I'm talking like pre-coffee wild. Like, it was doing it all on its own. Uh, so, <laughs> um, that was my morning. My morning was, was way more wild than my night. <laughs> like we were Brady? sweat. There was, <laughs> I actually had a, a good morning or a, a good night and good morning. Um, went to bed on time, got up on time, you know, was in here chilling for a little while waiting on y'all. So, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm good. Brady does just come in here and sit. I've noticed that every time I log in early, he's just already here. You usually just hear him like, he's just waiting. I'm just chilling, dude. I'm just chilling. Just chilling like a villain. Speaking of villains, uh, we did uh, watch a movie this week. Um, Ooh, bad tie-in. <laughs> he's, he's not the bad guy. <laughs> that is true. I'm not the bad guy. Because he's actually Batman. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, but we did we did watch uh, Daredevil. Do we want to get into that, or did we want to? Do we have anything else we want to uh, 
What else would we get about? into? That's the whole reason we're here. <laughs> well, you know. We're here to discuss Daredevil. Because you said that, I'm going to take a detour. And I'm going to say, I have something that uh, that I would like to talk to you guys about, given our podcast nature um, and comics in general. Valentine's Day was this past week. Uh, hopefully you guys all got your uh, significant others something nice. And, uh, I did. <laughs> you know what uh, I got nice was uh, Marvel Snap released an update where they um, buffed cards that they considered a Valentine's pair. So I wanted to quiz you guys on who they think a Valentine's pair in the comic world is. Because we know um, there's a bunch Give of me. love triangles that go on. We know some. Uh, we know there's different differences going around uh, with with different thoughts on people, whether they like them, love them, hate them. So I, I was interested to see some of these, and I wanted to see if you guys thought the same. No, you're give me a, give me a number, and I'll give you every single one right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, say. seven, eight, nine, ten of them. I, I'll I give you not all ten. But let's go back and forth, Joe. Well, let me do. You, would you yeah, like I, me to? How would we like to do wait. this? Because I was gonna, going. We're to just gonna get... do it. I'm. I'm excited, Joe. You go first. <laughs> no, I, I think it. Brady's got a way to present this to us. And we should, I was, we should... Well, I was gonna say we could do either a. If you want to go without a guess, I'll give two points. I'll do a point system here. Two points. If you can guess a power couple without a uh, a, a hint, and one point if I give one of the people and you match it. So how's that for a? That's okay. Fair. We're doing all two. Like I don't. I don't need any of your your handicap. I. I well, well, we'll see. I feel like Joe, this you is gonna go. be some deep cuts and not not necessarily you know our heavy hitters. Uh, Let's hit the heavies. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, would you guys like a minus if you guess one that is not correct? No, you well, This is no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but I'm here. just gonna Get throw out. out. I mean, would they go so so big as, as Reed Richards and Sue Storm? Because I'm going to start there. Uh, Invisible Woman and Mr. Fantastic is one of the power couple chefs. Easy. I'm just going weddings. But no, Earl's got married. That, that guy in that robot. How about Scarlet Witch and Vision? That is uh, one of them as well. Scarlet Witch and Vision. Two to two. Uh, okay, so then, oh god, who did she marry? Because it's not the same as it is in the movies. Um, Kitty Pride and uh, Iceman is that? Whoa, is that, you're uh, thinking about Colossus? Colossus, that's who I was thinking about. You're right, but which I, one no, do but you want to lock in? <laughs> Kitty Pride and Colossus. That is not on the list. Ooh. See, this is why I need to start having Brady give me one. <laughs> well, no, this is easy. We're we're still there yet. You missed the the power couple in the X Men though. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just two of them. I'm gonna go with the 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 cooler of the two. I'm gonna go with Gambit and Rogue. Gambit and Rogue is one of them. Yup, yup, yup. Two for two. Two for two. Uh, Run away was... with it. I, and right. that's one of the ones that I thought might, which make because I don't have the comics knowledge of X Men, but that's the one I thought might trip people up because we know. In is the game, other X Men oh, power couple one of them? I'll um, just say it: Scott and Scott and Jean, Cyclops and Jean Grey. It's not one of them. Wow! I set you up for failure there, Jimmy. 
Okay, so is it Cyclops and uh, Madam Pryor or whatever her name is? I don't know. I'm gonna guess Bo is on the clock to guess, so that's one he wants to guess. Um, so other, let's just talk other couples and stuff. Obviously, the big one is Peter Parker and um, what's her face? MJ, but MJ's not a card in snake because she's true. a stupid human person. We hate humans um, here. <laughs> We don't we don't play human cards here. <laughs> uh, so I'm thinking, and I'm I might be cheating a little bit. Do you guys remember the music video uh, that involved Marvel Snap that had like who's the DJ? I don't remember. I don't know this. There was a music I don't video. Know what they, you're talking about? They went back and forth, and they showed a bunch of the power couples. Like uh, uh, this was several several years ago. So I'm assuming they tied oh. into that. Peter and MJ was one of them. They did mm-hmm. the Gambit and Rogue. They did uh, Black Panther and Storm was on there. That's a big one. Is that the one They're you guessed? Divorced. I don't know. I'm just talking through them right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Gambit and Rogue. There was mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch, and mm-hmm. Vision. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you got to say Black Panther and Storm. That is not on the list. Uh, it should be. <laughs> Those I, are two I, I huge this Marvel would be cards. Interesting, because some of these I'm, I'm like, okay. okay. Brady, I'm gonna need you to give me one. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna try for a single point here. Captain America. Captain America and Peggy Carter. I have to. Uh, hold on. That is incorrect. Uh, he's only ever been with one other person. And that was her niece, Sharon Carter? It is Sharon Carter, a.k.a. Agent 13, according to Marvel Snap. Agent, that, that's a stupid name. <laughs> so that is uh, one point. So Captain America, Agent 13 is on the list. Four points for the steal. Uh-huh. Which is that Bo goes again? Let's think here, Joe. I think we've got all the classics. Marvel Snap is a very modern game. That's what I'm saying. You you threw out Spider Man and MJ, but we're talking modern. Is it Spider Man and Black Cat? My personal favorite girlfriend of Peter Parker. No, it won't even. I'm gonna. They got a they got a great romance going on. I bet you it's not even Pete. I bet you it's Miles. That was a new. Probably freaking ghosty. I don't think they Winnie. really like are, you know, into it like it, that. There's a big know. love interest in the movies, though. Well, yeah, in the movies, but. I'm telling you, you gotta. I don't know. It's not even my turn. I'm gonna sip this coffee. <laughs> Ready? Give me, give me a, a point here. Miles Morales. <laughs> Son of a gun. All right. Well, I guess I will say Miles Morales and uh, Spider Gwen, a.k.a. Ghost Spider, a.k.a. Gwen Stacy. Yes. Spider, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Ghost Spider is on the list. Woo. Give me that point, baby. Three to five in favor of Bo. But uh, uh, why don't you try? Uh, why don't you try ones? Because we're getting into some interesting territory. I would say of the ones that are left, there is one that is 
obvious still. One that I might get that'll to take that for what it's worth. And the other two are interesting. I'm going deep cut. I'm going deep cut. I'm going deep cut because I didn't even get to finish my spiel. In the music video, there was somebody in there that I had to literally look up. Um, There's the Black Panther and Storm. I'm going to list them all off again. Everybody's going to listen to that. That's boring. There was two people at the end, one of which I didn't even realize, but I went on a whole deep cut here. It's Thor's half-sister that was originally from a Spawn comic that came in, and she's a lady that likes other ladies. Give me Angela and Sarah. Angela and Sarah's on the list. That is true. Yeah. you snap. You're so predictable. (laughs) (laughs) Come up with new content. Angela and Sarah. Angela, which was one of the last comics that I believe we read, was the introduction of Angela. So, Uh, well, that wasn't. Was it one of the last ones? Wow, we haven't read comics together in a long time, boys. I know. I know. I've read a lot since then. That means, Joey, (laughs) it's to you. There is still technically a chance if I give you each one, one by one. But I will let you know there is one that you can definitely get without it. But I will Pam and Janet Van Dyne. That is not on the list. Dang, I had to take a shot because I'm just too far behind. Bo, you're going to give me uh, just because I'm reading them right now. Give me Doctor Strange and Clea. Not on the list. I'll take uh, take a hint here. Um, I'll give you. Oh, how mean do I go? Let's go. This is she Hulk. She's done everybody. <laughs> so I know this from the show, but I don't know if that's the same in the comics and if that all happens, but it makes sense. We're talking about him today. Let's just go with Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Matt Murdock, Daredevil, and She-Hulk are a power couple. According to Brady, it would have been dad. dope if you saved that hint for last. That would have been a very cool tie-in. I feel like it we should would just have been a tie-in. It, in. it would have been a tie-in. <laughs> and now we have to like go off course again. That is the one that I thought I could get. There is still one obvious one. Give me, give me a two, one-pointer, Brady. Two interesting ones. Give um, me a one-pointer. I'm going to be mean. I'm going to say Rescue. See if you know who that is. Rescue's Iron Man's wife. That's, uh, what's her face? Pepper Potts. Rescue and Iron Man. That is one point. It is Rescue and Iron Man. How was that mean? You just gave me the horror part. Seeing if you knew Rescue. Because, <laughs> listen, I said Wave, and y'all were like, who were wa- who's Wave? And Wave's like super popular in Marvel Snap. So there's some people that I just don't know, right? Maybe y'all do. And some people that I'll know and you won't. Uh, two left. One of them's the super obvious one, and one of them's. Man, what are the super obvious ones that we're missing? Um, I gotta find it. To win, but, Joey, or actually to tie, you would need to get both of these without a hint. Okay, uh, I will just guess Loki and himself. Good uh, guess. I love that guess, actually, but it's not on the list. Dang. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm willing to just cede to Bo here that he has beaten me. Congratulations, <laughs> give me, Bo. Give me, a, give me a one, Brady. Bo. 
I'll, I'll actually one. I'll speed it up a little bit and do the obvious one. It's from Guardians of the Galaxy as a hint. Oh, bro, Star, uh, Star, Starsky and Gamorsky. It is Starsky and Gamorsky. That is that is a power couple. And the last one for a hint is Nakia. Like the like Daredevil Black Panther movie, Nakia. The, the thought, from Black that, Panther movie. I thought that was Brady's mispronunciation of Electra's last who did, name. Who does she get with? Is it is it Namor? <laughs> <laughs> is it um? She, I don't know her being in a couple. Isn't it the guy from Get Out in the movie? Oh no 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 no! Post credit scene. Post credit scene. Isn't Nakia Black Panther's son's mom? It does she is. get with Black Panther? She does get with Black Panther. With the little, Black little, with the little Black Panther, and the you, you guys don't want to talk about. It. You guys saw it in the movie, yeah. yeah. Be sure you meeting meeting up with him. Yep. I don't remember that ever happening in the comics though, but I have read very little Black Panther comics. Yep. So Nakia Black Panther was the last one. There you go. Okay. We've gotten them all. I just thought that was interesting. Make for good combo, and you know, twenty minutes in. So. Yeah, dude, I can't wait till they watch that a month after Valentine's Day. I, I know. It's going to be great. <laughs> we need to start doing Christmas times. <laughs> True. All right. Um, so, speaking of power couples and our wonderful non tie in of She Hulk and Daredevil, we did, did anybody watch- guess Daredevil and Elektra before you guessed Daredevil and She Hulk? No. I don't think so. We're stupid. We're That's stupid, true. dude. Oh, we, we didn't get into the actual movie uh, lore. So, um, I didn't now is the time. Spoilers, yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> now spoiler. is the time. If you uh, haven't watched Daredevil, was it 2013? 2003. 2003, even, even older. 2003 Daredevil with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Go check it out. Now's the time to pause the podcast. Go have a wonderful watch party and come back and talk with us about it. Yeah, and if you were hoping our podcast would give you a recap of this movie, um, here's a quick quick (laughs) recap of the movie. So Daredevil's this blind superhero, right? And his Mm. dad died a long time ago because he refused to throw a fight uh, Mm. and this gangster had him killed. And since then, Matt Murdock pledges his life to fighting crime and helping those that can't help themselves. yeah, that's the plot of this movie. I couldn't really tell you what the plot of this movie is. To be completely honest, I was about an hour and 10 minutes into this movie. Aaron looked at the runtime and said, oh, we're not even close to the end yet. I feel like we're so close to the end. And I said, I feel like there has been absolutely nothing that happened in this movie so far. <laughs> Whoa. I don't we like were what I'm hearing here. different ends of the spectrum here. <laughs> Oh, interesting. What would you guys say was the main A plot of this movie? Is it Daredevil seeking Wilson Fisk, the kingpin of crime that had his dad killed? Because the kingpin made a very, like, he had such a minor presence in this movie, I felt The like. biggest plot about this is the um, is the Lisa court case, the, the murder, and then the daredevil things that ensue around the court case. 
But like the leading driver through all of this is the discovery of things throughout that that murder and the, their current defendant. And then there's the Daredevil Electra stuff that happens, shenaniganly on the on the sides. But like that's that's your main driver there. That's the that's what we follow here. You get your origin story, you get your introduction to the current court case, which is your your lawyer Matt Murdock. The introduction to Electra happens simultaneously. Both build on a parallel parallel. That's a word with an extra L um, platform. Uh, moving down until the very end, until they cross ties at the end. You get your main murder discovery at the same time that you get the death of Electra. She dies, uh, and then you get two. You get you get your mini boss and your big boss as you go up against Bullseye and then Fisk. It's a classic Daredevil story, and I am gonna take a big old shot in the dark. And by shot in the dark, I mean. A very clearly lit room <laughs> uh, with a target right in front of me, and say that I'm the only one that's ever read a solo Daredevil comic here. No, I definitely read a solo Daredevil comic. Um, like other than the the origin story that we read together. Yes, um, I've read a couple issues, but it was it, it a spider, is never... was it a Spider-Man tie-in? <laughs> no, I I think I just was reading random things at one point. I read a couple Daredevil issues. It, it's never something I seek out, though. It's Daredevil is so rare. cool. But they, I can say I haven't, but I will say Daredevil was probably my favorite of the big things that got me really into and addicted to Marvel videos and movies and shows, which is watching the Marvel or the Netflix, Netflix. Marvel uh, series. Um, and I absolutely love that adaptation. So I fell in love with Daredevil from a different media outlet, but I do absolutely love the character of Daredevil. Joey, I don't think you like this movie. I mean, I don't think I would uh, help anyone by lying and saying I liked this movie. So I'm going to be brutally honest. I did not enjoy this movie very much. Dang, I, like not even I, like oh I'm not highly ranking it like you just didn't like it. Can I be real honest? Uh, I also really didn't like this movie. <laughs> there were so many times throughout this movie that I turned and said, "Oh my god, that was the cheesiest scene in the world." Oh, for um, sure, for sure, for sure. It almost felt like a parody of a superhero movie at points. Oh, this was not a great Daredevil movie. Um, let's let's be honest here. Right, right off the bat, as soon as we get Daredevil. He, he kills somebody on the train tracks. <laughs> and Daredevil don't do that. <laughs> Daredevil don't kill people. Oh, I mean, um, he learns his lesson by the end of the movie. Because like you yeah. said, he's not the bad guy. Right, right, right. But I will equally roast this with you guys. Daredevil is a very, very, not even Daredevil, Matt Murdock is a very, very poor pro bono lawyer. Where did he build this behind the, the church high tech bat cave? And get all these suits. Like, we don't get that. There's a big jump from origin story to distinguished Daredevil. Um, so that was weird as well, too. And then there's the freaking... If there's one thing that's cringier than the musical scene from the Marvels, it's the fight scene on the playground with Daredevil oh, and Electra. <laughs> I was saving it for least favorite scenes, but... <laughs> yeah, no, no, boy. no. It happens so early. It sets the tone. Some like, of the fighting in this movie, man, because that and then the other scene that really sticks out in my in my memory is Bullseye 
in the church towards the end, there's like the big glass breaking. And he catches and all 57 catches, pieces. <laughs> yeah, somehow catches every single shard of glass perfectly stacked on his hands for them him to then like throw at Daredevil. And miss every single one. He made me miss. I don't I miss. <laughs> I will say, so while we're roasting it, first off, um, Joey, did you have any flashbacks when a certain song came on and started playing? Oh, um, are you talking about the Electra training scene? I might be. Where, yeah, um, Evanescence pops up for the, <laughs> I think, the second time in four scenes we get Evanescence, if I remember correctly. Evanescence uh, yeah, but... was hot back in this time, dude. Like, <laughs> Evanescence was, was on fire. But not not so much for, like, a hype-up training montage, personally. Oh, first, bro. Are you kidding me? You're not going to go through all the effort of tying all those sandbags up to your ceiling and then not play some Evanescence in the background. <laughs> what I want to know is d- this scene looked very like choreographed and timed. Like Electra does this often and, and like she always has these bags fall in the same order. Um, is that really helpful? Because like wouldn't there be some more randomness in battle? I feel like she needs to be a little less choreographed with her fighting. I'm with you. Like I said, I think I think you leave Jimmy Garner alone. I was going to uh, advise that this was a little bit too cheesy and corny and other food descriptors for me. Oh, all Uh, the cheese and all, dude. This was cheese corn. This was corny cheese. Um, Yeah, yeah. I there's there's so much of this that it was just yeah yeah. But the fighting scene. Of Matt Murdock as a kid fighting the kids in the alley, just when whipping he... his face with that pole, <laughs> and then he does the back like the kicking backflip, just perfectly landed. It, it it just took me so far out of the movie. Facts, 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 facts. Yeah, because there's no training either. There's no stick in this, which is Daredevil's blind master, big part of his origin story. He just learns it by having heightened senses. And his strength comes from like a heightened touch. There, oh yeah, a little bit, a little bit stretch there, a little bit stretch. Um, the the whole dad being a that that part was cool to me. I like battling battling Murdoch. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as as soon as the the powers kind of came into play, it was this is just one of those movies, and I got a lot of this from Spider Man too, where his superpowers are so obvious and so obviously displayed in his civilian form that there's no way that foggy's sitting there like oh yeah this is just my buddy matt swishing basketballs from across the room like you know that he's a blind superhero oh yeah and the the scene where he dance fights with electra on the playground he is just in normal clothing <laughs> he's just himself and foggy was like right across the street at the diner he could have just looked out the window and probably seen this fight happening x x x i mean 14 children did mm-hmm. that's for hey, sure they screwed fight the whole time <laughs> that was hilarious as children will do children mm-hmm. love a good fight well right, oh, guys we are jumping all over the place how do we talk about this in some order because i feel like we just all had so much to say <laughs> Um, I mean, let's do this. Let's start from the beginning. So, okay. uh, I think it started off strong. 
again, I think the origin story was dope. I loved both the origin story of this and the origin story of like Spider-Man. Um, the one thing I will say about movies in the 2000s for superheroes that I do enjoy is they breeze through an origin story. And we get a lot more costumed, fully powered up superheroes than we are today. Today, an origin story will take three films. And you'll be in your like homemade suit for the first two of them. Um, but we very quickly get these developed superheroes kind of like in, in Spider-Man. We, we got freaking Green Goblin in movie one. Um, and here we get a battle against Bullseye and Kingpin like right off the bat. Like, so we get that quick rise to power. Um, it's not like a slowly developing power set kind of thing, which I think is very cool. I like that we're getting the costumes, we're getting the full effect there. Um, with that being said, the brief kind of origin story of this was, was likable for me. I liked little, little Matt. Little Matt was cool. And Did you have any issues whatsoever with the change in the origin that he did not save like an old lady from getting hit by a bus? That he was just like on the, the ship dock and it was, a, yeah, he, he usually saves a blind man. Um, and then gets gets hit. Um, so taking that out was kind of eh. But I think it did kind of... It did kind of, indeed. It I think did, Bo, yeah. Bo's mic may have cut out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to agree with Bo with the um, origin story. I actually really enjoyed... The, the Matt Murdock origin story. I mean, they go into it, like I said, big Marvel Netflix fan. They went into it on that, but seeing seeing it actually play out the way it did in this, it was, it was good. And while it was quick, it was well well put together as far as the origin story goes. Um, it gave you everything that you needed to understand why he got his power, even with the cheesy like DNA fusion um, thing. Same thing we, I'm sure we'll get in the Hulk in some way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 I think the origin story was good. Um, the rest of the movie was pretty, pretty bad. Um, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of, uh, of the, what they were trying to do with the sex appeal of everything in the movie, the rest of the way, um, with, with Electra and with everything. Um, I do think, and I did want to talk about this, so I guess I'll just ask you, Joey, while both fixing um what did you think about casting of wilson fist so yeah I, it was very interesting um seeing michael michael clark duncan in that role he's i remember him from the green mile and uh, a couple other movies he's was a fairly big actor i think at this time mm-hmm. i i kind of liked that casting honestly i wish we had gotten more of him um i, I feel like for being the big bad that he just doesn't show up on camera a whole lot. Yeah. I was with you the same thing. I, that's what I left the movie with is like, I wanted more, I wanted more of him. I wanted more of him. And I do think that Marvel does give the perfect casting for Wilson Fisk um, later. Um, I don't know the actor's name, but all I know him as is Kingpin. Um, oh yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. However, I still liked. I really liked his casting. I think he was good, and I I don't think there was enough of him in it. 
I agree. Um, apparently, Michael Clark Duncan, uh, Kingpin in this movie, is also the Kingpin voice in Spider-Man the Animated Series. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I just love Kingpin as a concept because he is just a humongously large man. <laughs> That's pretty much yeah. all Kingpin is. <laughs> a very rich, powerful, hilariously yes. large man. Um... Speaking of some of the other actors in this movie, this was mm-hmm. kind of like star-studded. I mean, Ben Affleck obviously is is our daredevil. Jennifer Garner is Electra. Colin Farrell know. was Bullseye. What about um, John Favreau in it, dude? The yeah, for man you. behind Marvel. Then what is now Marvel? Really directing Happy a lot Hogan. of the new stuff. Happy Hogan. Yeah. Uh, Do you think he? in any of these movies said, hey, this is what you don't do, or... <laughs> oh, I'm sure Daredevil was referenced multiple times in the makings of Iron Man and Iron Man 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also, I, I didn't know his name, but as soon as I saw him and heard him speak, the guy that plays Ben Urich, uh, Joe Pantel- Pantoliano is his name, is... The guy from the Matrix. He's the guy that like turns on all everyone in the Matrix. Cipher. Uh-huh. And I saw him and heard his voice. I'm like, that's that guy from the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, definitely some star power. As and, I was and... saying, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> <laughs> the third week in a row. What the heck? I will say, Bo. While you were gone, we talked about the actresses and actors that were in it. Um, all of them. We we talked about a lot of them. We did talk about Kingpin. There's like sex. It's fine. <laughs> how uh, Joey and I really liked the casting and wanted more of Kingpin. Um, even though uh, I personally think they found the perfect Kingpin later on in the Marvel movies. Uh, I really am. I'm, I'm going to say this just because I don't know what you said. I don't want to recap any of it. Um, I love that Joey made his hard stance of looking no further into what's going to happen with the Deadpool movie. Uh, because there was so much speculation getting thrown out and all these other things. I love that right now we're going and re-watching all these old movies because what everybody's doing is basically suggesting that characters from these movies are going to make slight cameos. Like, you'd get, like, a Ben Affleck Daredevil, or you'd get this version of Kingpin, or you would get the original X-Men from the Fox films, or Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, things like that. That's a very cool thing to do in movies right now. Spider-Man really kind of did it to a T. Um, but I'd love that by the time that, that comes out, because I kind of pulled myself back out of those sources as well, too, because it'd be very lame to know the whole movie before we go into the movie. And I never mm-hmm. see the movies on time anyway, so that's just meh. Um, yeah, I, I think surprised. it'd be very cool to go into that movie and have all these under our belt and be like, oh, we just watched that. That is very cool. Instead of like, a, oh, yeah, he did play that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like agree. reading the comics before you watch a comic book movie. Um, on that note, I was planning to do this later, but because we're talking casting and all of this stuff, and you know, this Daredevil, the the show Daredevil, I'm just gonna throw in my little game that I planned for today right now. Um, so, Bo Brady, we're gonna play a quick game of. You guys are both fans of the Daredevil TV show. And since we, you know, discuss movies at at the moment, we're not going to be getting too much into the Daredevil TV show. So I wanted to take this opportunity to play who played it better. Um, 
plot and movie, uh, it's just, you know, all around cinematography aside, from a strict acting standpoint, who do you think was the better character? Um, so let, I got a list here of quite a few. I'll start with some of the deeper cuts, but um, we'll start with Ben Yurick, all right? Our, our reporter friend, um, played in this movie by Joe Pantoliano. Um, in the Daredevil show, he is played by Vondi Curtis Hall um, and has quite a large presence, you know, with Karen and a, a B-plot in the show. Um, so who, who's your favorite Ben Yurick there? Who played it better? Oh, I have to look up from the show if that says anything. Um, I definitely enjoyed the movie version better. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say that. I'm gonna go with it too. Um, after seeing seeing who played it, because I don't remember him too much, so I'm gonna go with okay. uh, the movie. To be fair, it's also been a minute since I've watched the the TV show as well, but I really enjoyed his reporter persona in this one. He's kind of kind of sleazy, kind of slimeball-y, kind of, I'm going to do what's best for me because I'm a reporter, but he ends up doing the good thing at the end anyway and, and hitting that big old delete button, bringing it back. And I, I don't know. Again, very different because you have a very select window of these characters in a movie, two hours or less. Versus a drawn-out TV show. So there's a lot more development in a TV show. So it's not necessarily like directly comparable. Um, but I feel like if this one would have been drawn out, I think that him playing Ben Yurek was very cool in the movies. I, I liked the actor's portrayal in this. Okay, let's go uh, over to the evil side of things and go to Kingpin's henchman. Wesley. Uh, so Wesley, not, not a huge presence in the movie, but a pretty large presence in the show, uh, played by, I lost his name, Leland Orser in the movie, uh, interestingly named Wesley Owen Welch, whereas in the show he is just James Wesley, um, and he is played by Toby Leonard Moore in the show. Who is the better henchman? Ray, do you want to go first again? Yeah, I'm going to go with the show on this one. He had a bigger part, and he played it better. So I'm going to go with the show. I don't even remember who Wesley is from the movie. and <laughs> I think he was the one that like stood by him and crossed his arms a couple times. <laughs> okay, well, that, that sounds right. <laughs> let's get into some of the more heavy hitters. We've got Electronachios. Obviously played by Jennifer Gardner in this movie. Uh, played by, please forgive my pronunciation, Elodie Young Jung, um, in, in the show. Who played Electra better? I, have I, a, love, I love TV show Electra. Yeah, I, but I have a deep take and say that TV show Electra is by far the better. And And, you know, I just think... Jennifer Garner doesn't look that Greek. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not trying to hold, because I don't think Jennifer Garner's acting was bad. It was the way the movie was set. I mean, um, I'd give her I'd give her a whole movie based off of that performance. I think they did. But, they uh, very much do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... Um, 
think that definitely the show one for sure for me. Okay. Okay. Bo, did you agree as well? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, say here that show wins for the remaining of these cast members. Uh, okay. Except for maybe I do love me some. I love a I love a good John Favreau. That was going to be happy. the next I called him one. happy. He's not happy. Foggy. Yeah. <laughs> Foggy was definitely going to be the next one. Who who played Foggy better? Was it Eldon Henson in the show or or boy John Favreau? Because I. I love John Favreau. <laughs> See, I I'm with you guys. I love John Favreau, but I also love Foggy from the show. He was one what of my favorite. A, what about a Meredith Grey Karen? What did we think about that brief performance? Um, she was very good at bringing coffee, and he had no role in this, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was. She's literally in this in this movie like twice, and I'm pretty sure both times they were talking just, about coffee, <laughs> just bringing coffee each time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not a, not a fan of the show. Uh, I think that's a waste of a of a popular casting at the time. Agree. So, um, so we're going show for for Foggy. It sounds like uh, the last two. I mean, we got the big ones. We we've got Wilson Fisk, which we already discussed a bit. That's my uh, you know my, Michael Clark Doug, Duncan and uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. I think we're all of the opinion that Vincent D'Onofrio is just. The king person, he's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. And it's unfortunate because I don't think Michael Clark Duncan was a bad kingpin at all. It's just they found the perfect casting. It's just unfortunate for him. Well, I'm going to say this too. I think with better writing, Ben Affleck would have been a dope daredevil. That was going to be what my he hot did with take. the Black Knight. Yeah, like I did not enjoy this movie, but I would like to see Ben Affleck get a better chance to be Daredevil. Like he fits the bill. He brought a dark side to it, but again, he he did everything that was written for him to do. Him as a person, though, it was well acted. He he kind of killed the whole being a blind man too. Granted, the eye effects were great in this. Um, there's so many times where the mask is peeled off and he's just got those big old glossy cataract eyes. Um, but he, he does well, he does the, the, the darkness to it. And at the same time, he plays a a good, like very serious, very dry lawyer. Um, Mm -hmm. and I got a lot of good Matt from the comics in that, um, love Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox is awesome. I think he does a really great job as well too. Again, got a lot bigger chance to draw his character out over time. I like Ben Affleck as an actor in a lot of roles, and this is this was a good one. Like Batman, like Batman. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I'm with you guys as well. I I personally will pick Charlie Cox over Ben Affleck, but I do think it's probably because he had more chance and because the writing was just better. Because the movie is bad. And the best saving graces were the the star power that came with it. And unfortunately that they didn't actually like do it well is not on the actor's fault. So. Okay. Well, thank you for, for joining me in that fun little game. Thanks for having us, Joey. Yeah. Thanks for having us, bud. Because the whole time I was watching the movie, I couldn't just help but internally compare the actors that were playing these same roles because they are, you know, it's the Daredevil, classic Daredevil story. We got all of the same characters for the most part. Guys, let's roll through this. We've played two games. We're just we're just shooting the shit <laughs> at this point. Um, I got places to be. 
I got things to do. We're doing a Sunday podcast as opposed to a Saturday podcast. Uh, we gotta we gotta prep for this week to come. So we let's let's do this. We got scenes. We got characters. You know, I didn't say actors that time, Joey. I practiced. And then we got rating on the list. Um, Joey, go ahead and remind me of that order that I never remember. What what are we going in? Well, I went first last week, which means I will be going last this week. Brady, We're back to I Brady is up Ooh. first. Yeah, we are Brady. doing scenes first. Scenes well, you get first. one, just one. Scene. One singular. All right. Um, my favorite scene. I'm actually going to go with a scene that appears twice in the movie. Actually, that doesn't happen. I, it's not. A... <laughs> it does actually happen. I really liked the church scene, which is the actual start of the movie, and also gets us caught up later in the movie when it comes back and you're caught up to, to real time. You are. Right, he is. Right. I mean, he is falling little... from the from the ceiling. He is hurt, and the whole time you're hoping to get back to. Oh, how did he get there? Um, you have the father that obviously he confesses his sins to, and all the time uh, showing up and helping him out, and getting him to where he should be, even though he is a the, you know the dark devil and. You know, I, I, I liked that that tie-in from the show. It was very similar, and it made me feel like at home. And then everything went downhill from there. And Matt Murdock's Catholicism and, you know, religious background is a, a big part of his character. So opening the, the movie with that scene is appropriate. So it that is, is my... Big time. He's actually favorite. currently... Since Elektra is Daredevil in the comics right now, he's actually just a priest. Oh, interesting. He's going through some some cool character arcs right now. Um, nice choice, Brady. So you were right. I was wrong. Okay, well, favorite scene. My favorite scene occurs once in this movie. <laughs> That's uh, most good choice. Good choice, Bo. Good choice. <laughs> Um, I'm saying that while still trying to decide specifically which one it is. Um, I'm also going to go with the one that I, I enjoyed the opening arc. I liked young Maddie. I liked, I liked the interaction with his dad. I liked kind of seeing that un, unravel. I don't know if that's one scene. I'm going to, I'm going to choose the, the Matt Murdock origin story as my scene. It was a it was a collection of scenes. I guess if I had to not like dial that one specific, nope, it's all one. It's all one scene. I'm picking all of it. Yeah, just um, take the first quarter of the movie as yeah. your scene. <laughs> it was like the first like eighth of the movie. Um, yeah, that's it. And I'm gonna. I know that's very much breaking the rules. If anybody else were choosing that, I would be calling red flags right now. Um, but I'm gonna do it because <laughs> again, I. I like a good origin story, and I think that was played out well. It was different, but I kind of enjoyed the cinematic differences. Um, and I, I don't know, I liked young Matt. I, I would, you know what's a cool show? Gotham. Gotham's Gotham a cool is show. a good show. Where you get young Batman, and you know everything that happens, uh, but you see it develop with young Batman. You don't get to see a lot of young Batman. In the comics, you don't get a lot of young Matt. I liked young Matt on screen. That's the end of my tangent. That's it. That's my scene, and I'm sticking to it. All right, Joey. We made it really hard for you. 
Uh, you get the rest uh, of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all hard, because I knew that this was going to be my favorite scene since I watched the movie. I figured neither of you guys would take it. Um, it's in the middle of the movie. John Favreau uh, and Ben Affleck sitting in their office talking. Um, no fighting involved whatsoever. We don't see Daredevil. It is simply just two regular guys having a conversation about whether they're going to go to this party that uh, <laughs> you know they need to go to to, to get some wealthy clients. And we, we witnessed Foggy uh, Nelson miss not two, three, but like four or five shots at this little Nerf basketball hoop. He didn't um, miss. He, he said swish. Yeah, and then he lies and he's like swish. <laughs> and then we see uh, just that full display of powers here, uh, like Bo was saying, just drains his very first shot at the end. Of After this catching the ball that's thrown at his face. Yes. Um, so I just like the little, the little nerf basketball action that they got going on in their, you know, crappy little law office. It just felt so real. It was the realest part of the movie. Good choice. Good choice. And again, mm-hmm. that's another thing the TV show does very well and has a chance to do well, because you get a lot of the law side of, of Matt Murdock because you get a lot of his civilian, like you get like bits and pieces of daredevil, but you get a lot of Matt. So I think that that kind of, resonates as well too i I really like when they kind of just do that he's also just a basic guy kind of thing so just like the peter parker scenes in a a spider-man movie so a lot of comparisons to that movie from me here today but i feel like for good reason all right well uh should we just snake back around real quick with you know some least favorite scenes i'll throw it out the playground scene go ahead bo We talked about it earlier. The dance, yeah. the the dance fight, uh, I just was not a fan. That was a uh, yeah, not. I I also agree with not being a fan of the of that dance fight scene. Same. Um, you know what's another scene that I don't like? Here, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it again. I liked it, but I didn't like it, and I more so didn't like it than I liked it. I liked it because it looked cool, and as far as being a movie, that was dope. I didn't like it because I, it had nothing to do with how it usually goes in the comics. I did not like his little layer and being in the layer and then like having like a deprivation chamber of Epsom salts. Like it almost looked like he was a vampire going into a coffin. I thought I was watching Blade 3 already. It just that's not Matt Murdock or Daredevil. That was just like literally written just for the movies for him to have like multiple of those like billy clubs and mask hanging and this huge training room and that again the deprivation sound chamber is cool if you're a batman daredevil uh with a bunch of money and stuff but you don't where is the money coming from it's a very good question they have no money they have no money and he's but again i mean if matt if if daredevil's killing this one he might be stealing too one thing I did true. like that we haven't really talked about, but I did just like the constant, like, throughout the movie, they're, they were, like, getting paid in random things that aren't money. <laughs> I, I, I liked that. Because uh, they're helping out people that no one else will. Mm-hmm. But That is Brady, the best, one of the best parts of uh, Daredevil's arc, is he takes cases not for the money, but for the justice. Oh, it's sick. Um, I will say my least favorite scene, I mentioned it earlier, is any scene where Evanescence was played. So <laughs> I think that it doesn't fit the movie. I think they were playing on the hype that Evanescence was there, and I hated it. Like <laughs> me. So, 
and get it out of my movie. Get it out. All right. Well, I think that brings you to your favorite character then, Brady. And this is hard because we talked about the actors earlier and that we liked the actors, but we didn't like characters or the way that it was portrayed. So now we're talking about the way it was portrayed. Um, while I do like Daredevil, I will save it and let one of you guys take it. And I will not pull the Brady and take the villain. I'm going to take, give me the devil. Give me Matt Murdock's dad. Because just like Bo, we talked about how much we love the origin story. And it's a little bit, it goes a little bit more in depth in the show, I think, on why he, like, threw. And I think you just have to imply it here. But, you know, he he threw threw the match because he wanted to win. He wanted his boy to see him win. And here, here, you know, he was cheering him on and he was happy. And, you know, I think that story and that character always, always makes me, makes me tear up. So whether it was bad uh production or not so give me that give me the the devil murdoch good choice he had a he had a good little character arc there from being kind of scum lying to his son beating up people in the back alley to uh i know i'm supposed to throw this fight but kind of gets back up fights through it and wins anyway for his boy for his boy man they all they'll always do what's right and they never give up check Name. Was it Battle and Jack? Was it Jack Murdoch? I think it was Jack, Jack Murdoch. the Devil Murdoch in this yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think That's... he is Battle and Jack in Battle and Jack, other installments. Yeah. Like everything else. <laughs> like all the other things. <laughs> cool. Good choice. Good choice. My turn? Mm-hmm. E- easy. Um, I'm trying to come up with a way to say this. Uh-oh. Bat Batfleck is Batman Ben Affleck. How do you combine the words Daredevil and Def Deflick? <laughs> that Def- sounds like you're saying Def- Affleck. Affleck. Oh, Daffleck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dare. D- uh, um. Ben. Yeah. Ben. Ben. Dare yeah. Bindle. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Hey guys, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with uh, Daredevil in this one. Oh, okay. Uh, because I mean, again, though it wasn't the most comic accurate portrayal, he's so cool, dude. Not even, I'm not even picking Matt. I'm not even picking Matt Murdock. I'm picking Daredevil. Like this guy, first of all, super cool portrayal of his abilities. I love what, that he's using his baton, almost like web slinging so much in this one. But I mean, the battling scenes, he's just unstoppable. Takes down Kingpin and a bullseye. He's crushing it. Um, and he. I mean, he gets the ladies, he, he crushes the bad guys, he fights for justice. It was dope. It was dope. I would say the coolest Matt scene is when he's the closest to being Daredevil, and it's the one where he just, like, in no costume whatsoever, wrecks that guy's car, and he gets mm. in it and starts driving it. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. That. Like he was, he was just a little, little cool dude in this movie. Easy choice, easy choice. I'm going with the protagonist again. I think that's week six for six. Um, I was, I was gonna say, I'm he, glad you did because I probably was not gonna take Daredevil if it fell to me. I know <laughs> who you're picking. Foggy, foggy, foggy. Um. So, well, I, I'm gonna 
be real honest. I strongly debated taking Karen as my favorite character just for the coffee <laughs> and just because we're a coffee podcast and uh, she shows up twice and it's always, she's always got hot coffee, man. <laughs> I love it. I love a woman bringing me hot coffee, um, but no, I, I won't take. Whoa, that's not very twenty twenty four of you, my guy. It wasn't very woke of you, Joey. <laughs> I didn't say that they they have to be doing that. Or I'm just saying, I love it when my girlfriend brings me hot coffee. So that's not what uh, you said at all. You said I love it when hot women bring me coffee. That's not at all what I said, and you know it. Um, <laughs> No, I'm I'm going to take I, I, as much as I love John Favreau. I don't think Foggy really had a large enough presence in this movie, but I'm <laughs> I'm going to take Ben Yurick because dude found out that Matt Murdock is Daredevil when he's like solving the case that the cops are sitting around not being able to solve. Uh, ben Yurick is like the only one that knows what's going on in the city. It seems mm-hmm. you guys chose two side characters. And nobody's taking Colin Farrell's bullseye, and that is bullseye. I will is... say, I did like Colin Farrell's bullseye. It probably would have been my second uh, choice or option, but that was an easy layup to you here. No. You could have made that layup easier than a blind Matt Murdock. We love, we love, we love a good uh, Jack the Devil Murdock over over bullseye in my my neck of the woods. Guys, let's fight some more. Good, good character choices. Let's let's put it on the list. You ready for me to? I'm, I I kind of want to kick off the, the argument. Do we have I, a running graphic yet of where this falls? Can we so, get a reminder first? Yeah, here's the the current list. We have seen five movies before this one. This is movie number six. Our current list is Spider Man, X Men, Blade, Blade Two, and Howard the Duck. Brady, go for it, bud. It's below Howard the Duck for me. Okay, well... This is the worst movie we have watched. And like I said, the actors do say... Not even close. I can't stand this movie. I will not watch this movie again. But you'd watch Howard. You'd watch Howard first. I would watch Howard the Duck. At least it made me laugh over this movie. Correct. It sounds like Bo might be wanting to fight this, so let me jump in real quick and say I'm not going to fight you on this, Brady. In fact, I was fully prepared to fight you guys to say that this is below Howard the Duck. It, All right, below. Bo. Let's see it. Convince us. I'm putting this between Blade and Blade 2. Oh, Ooh. my. I would 1 million percent watch a Daredevil origin story over a Blade sequel. <laughs> The Blade okay. 2 had zero original content in it whatsoever. It was a repeat of the entire movie. Howard was a waste of my life. Blade Daredevil 2. is and literally the what? introduction of a sequel character of an ongoing MCU movie. Um, it's his only portrayal in the MCU like whatsoever in Daredevil form. I feel like I would be on board with you if the first like 20 minutes of the movie was the whole movie. If they just said... The opening sequence, this is the story of how Matt Murdock became Daredevil, and they just ended it. I'd be with you. I would no, put it trash. over there. You get two the of fact that they villains. made me watch two hours of crap after, get it in the bottom of the list. No, you get to see the Kingpin come in. You get Daredevil retake over Hell's Kitchen. 
did we stake his claim? Yes. I don't think we saw Kingpin more than like two shots. But uh, no, you see him come in. Everybody says this is Kingpin's town now. You see his goons do their business in the side. And then you get him coming in saying this is still my town, which sets up the ongoing battle between Kingpin, Daredevil. And then you see Bullseye literally flick that fly with the syringe. Uh, showing that he still has his, his powers and he's coming back as well too. Plus the Braille, so you get the setup of Electronachios coming back in. Uh, this was sick, dude. This was you get literally the rise and fall, the continued battle between Daredevil. But we we all just agreed that Ben Affleck, you guys, literally he was Boy, the main character in this entire movie, and there was nobody in Howard that would be a standout actor. I think nobody at all. You're you're giving way too much credit to the story behind the movie, and you're not looking enough at how bad the movie was. Like, yeah, it's cool that we got an introduction to Daredevil and an introduction to Kingpin, but they could have done it so much better. The mm-hmm. the CGI, the acting in the playground scene alone was better than the only action scene in Howard the Duck with that grossly CGI'd monster. You guys are telling me you would sit there and watch that that terrible, terrible literally thrown together flick with with a with a costume duck and CGI'd alien monsters. I can tell you I I would not sit down and watch this Daredevil movie ever again. (laughs) I would prefer to watch Power the Duck and it's hilariously over the top CGI, including the monster with the electric the electric coming out of his hands. Then Brady, you were you were only picking Howard the Duck because you laughed at the beginning at duck boobies. And there's a it was a factor. It made there's an equivalent scene in Daredevil where Foggy's on the stairwell rubbing eagle boobies that you can go back and watch. But do you guys remember that scene? Were you saying they're rubbing the statue that has boobs <laughs> on an eagle for some reason? That was a callback to the worst Marvel movie of all time, which was Howard the Duck. Well, l- let me tell you this. Howard the Duck made me laugh. I enjoyed it because I laughed. Daredevil did not make me laugh, so I did not enjoy it because of that reason. And it wasn't cool. wasn't intriguing other than the first 20 minute origin story okay it wasn't wasn't great why would i go back and watch three hours of something that is awful or three hours of something that at least makes me laugh because it's funny and and in that kind of nature let me let me put this to the test on a number scale brady how would you have ranked this movie uh a 3.5 you ranked howard two. well he did not um, actually I know, I'm just bumping it up. I think I rate Howard a six, if I remember correctly. You gave Howard actually oh, the point. exact same rating, a 3.5. Hey, and I honestly, I stick to that. I think Daredevil's a 3.49 and Howard's a 3.51. Would That's I ever watch live on the air? Hey, no, uh, okay. Meet, exactly meet me here. Meet me here. Okay, meeting This meeting, is meeting, not meeting. the worst movie. Put this between Blade 2 and Howard. Daredevil is not the worst Marvel movie ever made. I didn't say it's the worst one ever made. I said it's the worst of the six that we have watched so far. Nothing's, nothing's ranking no. below those coming up. Both saying Howard the Duck is the worst. I'm Howard gonna... is the worst 
I disagree, though. I disagree. I would watch if I had these two movies in front of me, Howard the Duck and Daredevil, and I was forced to watch one to save my family. I would watch Howard the Duck. But it's not even representative. Howard the Duck is a complete outlier. It's not representative of the Marvel Universe whatsoever. And neither is Daredevil because of how bad it is. <laughs> that was like so- I said, it's it's bad. It's, and I think you, your underlying love of Daredevil, the character, will not let you accept just how bad it is, bro. <laughs> no, you the exact opposite. You guys are only ranking Howard high for a laughable factor. And it's yeah. not even supposed to be a comedy. What's because what's, the can, movie can I, was actually like Fun. I need clarification. What does the scale say? What are we ranking? Maybe that'll change my way for Bo. What are, what are we ranking? We're ranking the movie compared to the other movies. So we're ranking it compared to how much we like it, compared to how good it is, compared to how Marvel accurate it is. As, as a movie as a whole. Okay. Then yes, You're, it is the worst one. Because You're I would prefer me to watch Howard the Duck. In the mid-2000s, they put out a worse movie than the 1986. Literally, it looked like it was thrown together I, with paper mache. I'm telling you right now, there are many, and I mean many movies that have come out later in life and are, that are better than the ones that are, like, are coming out nowadays. You're telling me that you would rather watch, and I don't know if this is a deep cut or if this is a... Uh, something I would like, get. There's a movie called uh, Oh, Funny Games. Yes, sir. Oh, funny, funny. Would games, you? You're man. telling me you would rather you would r- not. You'd rather watch Funny Games, which if you ever watch it, go watch it. My least favorite movie of all time. Um, yeah. I over, <laughs> over, Star Wars because it was in the 70s. No, Star Wars is one of the greatest movies of all times. Even the older See, ones. That's what I was going to use as a very easy example. Look at a little movie called like The Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones. Just because it has better graphics, it's absolutely not better than the original. The, the graphics Star Wars aren't the reason here. Strikes it's it's it, as a as a movie. Just to show you guys how wrong you are mm-hmm. compared to actual movie critics. Yes, was Daredevil? It's not going to rank the top of the list. It got a forty three percent. It's a splat on Rotten Tomatoes. It's it is a big old green splat. 43%. Not good. Not good at all. Howard the Duck has 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is not even close. How worse of a movie Howard the Duck is. And I think they are looking at a different scale. They're looking at the They're movie looking at it as a, what do you know? They're ranking they're it as a movie. At, they're looking Rotten at it going, Jennifer Garner was in it. That puts it up like 10%. I'm looking at it as a movie that I would watch. And I would not watch it again. We sat here and talked about how there were people in this movie that were better actors than the long-standing eight-season TV show. There wasn't one single good actor in Howard the Duck. Oh, I'd like to throw out the a little movie. Go back and listen to the episode. You guys agreed. Ender's Game is a a movie that came out in the last ten years. It has incredible actors. This guy Harrison Ford in it. Uh, It's based on a book that is my favorite book of all time. Uh, I'm talking the about the actors' performances trash. in the movie. The movie is trash. And this movie was trash. 
and this is why I don't like this list because we are never going to convince Bo that he is wrong on this podcast, Brady. I don't think that this list is ever going to be solidified. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Like you guys are winning by majority rules. I am just that's pleading not how, how this wrong list works. Are. We are a jury. We are hung at the moment. We cannot leave this podcast until we have. Well, you guys are going to win because I have places I need to be and I need to go shower. So, but. <laughs> I don't agree with it. I'm doing it by default so that we can get on with our lives. Well, I am I am glad by default that Daredevil is the worst movie because in my mind it is. So we will move it, on. But it's not. If if anything, <laughs> where I was going to put it, I I have come down. I would put it between Blade 2 and Howard. But I guess that's that's not what we're doing here. And now the whole podcast is a sham. And we went, we went down, <laughs> down the gutter in week six. I do appreciate. I, I had more faith how in you guys. I appreciate how passionate Bo is on this, but I am not willing to change. If Joey's not willing to change, I would say that is would have been my compromise. Of if I were to change, it would not go much like any further. Those two are by far the worst movies. I would not put it above any Blade movie. Yeah, I would agree with that. Blade Two, um, you know, not a, a stellar movie by any means, but it, it, you, it was exactly what it was supposed to be, which is John Wick uh, vampires, and that's what it was. Daredevil was supposed to be a origin movie that introduces these cool characters, and I think it just failed at that. It gave us a cool little origin. And what was Howard the Duck supposed to be? A funny, funny. Campy, weird movie. <laughs> That's funny. what we got. <laughs> I have nothing further to say on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, where is the official? Uh... Well, it sounds like Bo has uh, un unwillingly listened to us and and allowed us to slot this in at number six below Howard the Duck, where it belongs. <laughs> And, and with next that, week we'll be better people, I promise. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as soon as we as soon as we get off the air, I'm gonna talk to these guys. <laughs> and with that, we say good week. We will see you guys next week for our watching of what movie guys? We are doing our second sequel. We're going back over to the Fox universe and watching X2. Uh mm-hmm. don't believe that is available on Disney Plus, by the way. Streaming. It is, right they just ours. put it on. Stupid. Oh, they Let's did. Go. It was not it was on, on the news. It. it was not on there as of when we watched the first one. So I, uh, I think it was like two weeks ago they just put it on. Nice. Peace. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of Comics Over Coffee. Please be sure to join in again next Saturday morning for another exciting episode. If you have questions for the host or would like to be featured on an episode, please write in to Comics Over Coffee Podcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to my fellow co-hosts, Bo and Brady, and a very special shout-out to our artist, Emily Rich. I'm out of here. You guys are the worst. You guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.